0: This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. On Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Just head there and like us there now. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. My next guest is Matthew Frey. He's a relationship coach and the author of the book, This is how your marriage ends, a hopeful approach to saving relationships. Good morning, Matt Frey. Welcome to Sunday Morning Magazine. How are you? Morning, sir. Thank you so much for having me. It's nice to be here. Now, first of all, Matthew, you are from Ohio. You actually went to high school here in Ohio. Is that right?
1: That's right. I uh, grew up in Sydney, Ohio, not too far from Cincinnati, a couple hours, hour and a half, two hours north of you. Mm -hmm. And um, I went to school, uh, higher education at the University of Toledo.
0: All right. There you go. I was an
1: I-75 guy most of my life.
0: All right. So, Matt, let's start here. Let's start with this. Now, you say you had to face some hard truth in your life when it came to your divorce. Um, What was that truth for you? I think that the
1: simplest way to say what I felt bad about when I realized it, because at the time of my divorce, I felt very bad, but I didn't feel as responsible for it as I later felt, is this realization that every single time, And I'm not talking about large sources of conflict, big, obvious, red flagged things that, you know, we think of in relationships. I'm talking about the small things that everybody rolls their eyes at, conversations about dishes and laundry and equality and childcare and things like that. I don't mean everybody rolls their eyes, but a lot of people do because Mm -hmm. they seem like small things. Anytime something like that came up and my wife came to me and said, hey, Matt, this thing's happening in our relationship and I, I hurt because of it, I always always chose what I believe and what I felt over what she believed and she felt whenever there was disagreement about it. And that means 100% of the time that she hurt, and I didn't think she should be hurt. She remained hurt. And I remained a threat to do the exact same thing I was doing that she says hurt over and over and over again forever. And that usually presents again, as a dish by the sink, as a toilet seat that you refuse to put down, as not that I did all of these things, but I did enough of them. You know, it it can be these really inconsequential, seemingly things. And it's not the isolated incident that hurts. It's this theme of I'm never heard when I'm trying to express that something's wrong. He doesn't care or she doesn't care. And so eventually I have to choose to leave if I don't want to hurt anymore. And that's the position I think I put my wife in, that I think a lot of people put their romantic relationship partners in they don't mean to they're not trying to cause harm but they just disagree with them and then they fail to calculate for how much trust the roads when we do that over and over and over again
0: okay and so how long were you married and did you guys have children
1: yeah we have one son he's 13 today um we were together 12 years married for nine
0: so how did your marriage and eventually your divorce experience morph into this book This is How Your Marriage Ends, A Hopeful Approach to Saving Relationships. How did it morph into the book?
1: Yes, sir. I felt really bad. I don't know how everybody feels after they get divorced. Maybe some people are overjoyed and they go party. (laughs) I was miserable, miserable for months and months and months. A solid year, year and a half, where every day felt really awful compared to the previous 33 years of my life at the time. I just, I always felt fine. And then I got divorced and I felt horrible for a long time. And I'm like, wow, this is what it's like to be a person that feels horrible. I'd never really experienced this before. Maybe this is what my wife felt like in our marriage. Um, I had to figure out how to not put myself in the same position again. I had to like protect myself like an insurance policy from repeating this. So I went to work on trying to figure out what I did. And it turns out, I think most of us, we don't do anything bad. Like it's not bad. It just causes pain. And if we don't do something about it, that pain will end our relationships, not overnight, but over many months and years is what I believe. So I I believe we accidentally sabotage our relationships over many months and years, not because we're trying to cause harm, but because we don't even realize the harm is being caused.
0: Okay, so then how did those experiences then morph into the book?
1: I just had to write it out because I was a writer. I I just 1,000 word, 2,000 word blog post at a time over the course of many years. For the last nine, I've been writing about this stuff. Um, Back in January 2020, right around when the pandemic was starting to like infiltrate the United States, the New York Times had reached out to me. They'd found out about this blog and about this relationship coaching work that I was doing. And they thought it was an interesting story. I, I don't know why. But I agreed, of course. I'm like the New York Times has never reached out to write about me before. I better talk to them. Mm-hmm. I did, and then I I got sort of catapulted to this new level of people paying attention to me after that happened, and um, I was offered a opportunity to write a book pretty shortly after that, within within a month or so. Okay, and that's how it happened. And then I just took everything from my blog and from my coaching work, and I made it better, hopefully, and more mature, hopefully, and. Now it's in book form, and it just came out a week ago, and I'm pretty excited about it. I hope it helps
0: people. All right. Now, one thing and one theme that I heard you talk about is when you got divorced, you felt horrible. Horrible why? Because yeah. were you not ready for the marriage to end? I, it's hard to
1: put my finger on it. It's like I, I, would, um, I don't want to forgive me if there's like people out there suffering from like the loss of a loved one or something right now. Like like to death, something like, but, but that was the kind of experience I was having. It was this like, shock of waking up in my house without my wife and son at home, and it felt just wrong. It felt different and wrong and, and, and horrible. Like, that's like sort of the best way I know how to put it, is what was normal and what felt like the right thing in this, this family that I wanted to be together forever wasn't anymore.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is Matthew Frey. He's the author of the book, This Is How Your Marriage Ends, A Hopeful Approach to Saving Relationships. For more information on Matthew, more information on the show, like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Now, outside of being an author, you are a relationship coach. What are some of the most common issues that newly married couples face when you have the opportunity to work with those couples? What are some of the issues that they face?
1: Yes, sir. I, I think that newly married and long-time married, there there tends to not be a difference. The okay. harm is when you're newly married. The, the good news is, for, I think, for newly married people is the pain hasn't accumulated yet. I think the problem for long-term couples where this stuff goes unchecked, it's piled up. These these tiny infractions pile up over the course of 10, 15, 20 years. Um, The thing that I think we do that causes harm is, and and I sort of alluded to it already, my wife would come to me and she'd say, Matt, this hurts me when this happens. And if my brain didn't think it made sense, I would say so. I I would disagree with her. I would also challenge her on the notion that, like, I had great relationships with all my friends, with my coworkers, with my family. She was the only one that ever complained about me. So I'm like, you're the problem. I'm not the problem. You are. No one else complains about me. You're the you're the, the statistical outlier in this relationship. Um, and what happened, though, was she hurt because of some minor thing. And then she came to me and said, Matt, this upsets me. This hurts me when this happens. And, and if I didn't think she should feel hurt, I would say so. But what that meant was I didn't care that she hurt a and B I was a threat to do it again because I didn't think it mattered because I thought she was wrong to feel bad. So I kept doing it. And again, in relationships, this tends to show up as like the person who leaves toothpaste in the sink or the toilet seat a certain way, or who knows? It can be anything. You just think about the fights that people have in their relationships and they, they they tend to be over things that we all don't think is a very big deal. And, and they're not. The isolated incidents are not a big deal. The big deal is the experience our partners have when they don't think we care about them. That's why they'll leave eventually. Is this? They feel as if they don't matter enough for us to make any sort of like behavioral change on their behalf. And I had to learn how to think about it that way. Okay. It's not about whether the dish by the sink matters. It's about whether they're loved enough for us to do something different.
0: Now, Matthew, you are a dad. You talked about having a 13-year-old son what impact does a bad relationship model have on children when they see their parents in a bad relationship? What impact does that have on children?
1: I can't speak to what a doctor might be able to tell us about the psychological or emotional impact it has on kids. I, I, I can't speak. To, I don't know. But the, the, the way that I think about it is if we model this for them, they are absolutely going to go do it in their next relationships. And so again, I have a, I have a 13-year-old son. He, he's not too far away, presumably, from relationships. Um, he's gonna take these habits with him, these thoughtless, accidental infractions, into his adult relationships. If I don't, as a parent, help him eliminate them, I just need him to notice that it's happening. And then, and again, this is. I hope none of this sounds judgy, because nobody has to have, nobody has to agree with me. And nobody has to have a relationship if they don't want to. Nobody has to get married. I don't think anybody's bad here. I just think if we don't account for how these tiny things harm the people that we've promised to love forever, it's going to get bad. And and one or both of you aren't going to want to be in the relationship anymore. And then that obviously has an effect on our children.
0: All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Matthew Frey, if they would like to find out more about the book, this is how your marriage ends. How can they find out more?
1: My home on the internet is matthewfrey.com. Uh, that's Matthew with two T's. And, um, you know, there's some links to social media and things like that. And certainly the book there. And if any of this conversation sounded like things that you're dealing with in your personal life, I would encourage people to check it out
0: all right thank you matthew have
1: a great day thank you
0: we've been speaking to matthew Frey, relationship coach and author of the book this is how your marriage ends a hopeful approach to saving relationships well that's it for this edition of sunday morning magazine for more information reach out to us on instagram and twitter rodney lear on air sunday morning magazine with rodney lear on facebook head there now like us there now well that's it for this edition of sunday morning magazine i'm rodney lear until next week be encouraged.
1: Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes.